0: I got the start summary ready to press. I'll do that when I go into the Hey, I'm Obi. That's Ed, and we are Drinking from the Garden Hose, your favorite podcast. Guess wherever you get your podcast, remember to like us, leave comments, and subscribe. Ed, how are you?
1: I'm doing great today, Obi no complaints whatsoever sun was out
0: today sun was out today but uh this wasn't even on my list of topics you were in vegas so you know you don't need the sun you had you had the warmth of the world you had probably a few people coming in uh early for the super bowl you know you you were living the life
1: sun was not out in vegas though don't fool yourself it's raining out there uh well it wasn't rainy but it was overcast the sun was not out but uh yeah, Vegas, the living is good out there. I mean, uh, just the amount of money people throw around, the amount of, um, shall we say, I'm on vacation, so I'm not going to wear clothes that is going on with a lot of the ladies out there. Um, it's just, you know, it's one of those things, you, like which one's a working girl and which one's not a working girl. You could play that game. Um, the only problem is you'll never get the final answer, but you could play that game with your buddies. Like, is she a working girl? Is she not a working girl?
0: You don't know. Uh, it it, it it was you and uh, Stump and your spouses, correct? That that is correct. So that makes the game even more interesting in my mind. But hey, well, right. I played. I was
1: I was playing the working girl game with my wife.
0: Uh, okay, all right, good. I mean, not that which
1: that's, is which is why I will never know the answer because I'm not going to be able to go talk to the ladies to find out <laughs> if she's a lady of the night or if I'm going to get slapped for suggesting it. So either way. It's just fun to say, Hey, what do you think? Yeah, but you never
0: really get the answer. Working and not working. Yeah. Well, you know, if they're sitting at the slot machine alone and only playing like once every five minutes, that's a good sign.
1: I think you see, it's obvious if they're walking alone, probably a walking, oh, a working girl, not a, a walking girl, also, but probably a working girl. It gets complicated. If there's a group of four or five of them, probably not. Right, because I don't think they go in. Pa- I don't think working girls work in packs, but if they're with a guy, that's where you don't know. Especially if it's an older guy, and- you have no idea because the older guy could be sugar daddy, or he could be paying daddy. Who knows?
0: Heck, and even sometimes it could just be dad. Like you know? well, well, it
1: could be, but I'd hope not. The way they're hanging <laughs> on each other, I okay. hope not. But yeah, all right, all right,
0: well, that's another. That's another you, I was just looking at the you. You had just started with dress, but now you're taking it to another level. Speaking of old, um, I'm getting there. You know, we started as grumpy old men in training. And I am on the verge of being official, and today on facebook like the first one of my high school classmates that i noticed had their birthday and uh, i know this person is turning the big five oh. so we are getting there and it was a, it was a moment for me like oh like i mean i know you're 50 i have other friends who are 50 but this is like high school classmate happy birthday I was like that's 50 right there that's 50 right around the corner so yeah you- i think 50 i think
1: 50 is another club we've talked about clubs on on this podcast before right there's the Obviously, the, there's the new parent club, right? They, oh, you had your first kid. Now you, we can tell you some secrets that we weren't going to tell you before. Your kid goes off to college club. I think there's the turning 50 club. Yeah. There's th- there's things you find out once you turn 50 that nobody really told you for. I'll tell you one thing that comes really clear when you turn 50. Uh, before you turn 50... Anyone who discusses the word colonoscopy in public does so like very timidly, awkwardly, embarrassingly. But once you're 50, people just talk to you about it like it's a normal thing. Oh, you got your colonoscopy? Oh, you had one already, right? Oh, how was it? Or, oh, yo, guess what? Yeah, Super Bowl's coming up. Yeah, I'm not so happy because I actually got to do prep Sunday night because I'm getting my colonoscopy on Monday. And then everyone goes, Well, you're an idiot. Why did you schedule that? Well, I didn't know. I forgot the Super Bowl was that day. Right. So it just becomes a normal thing when you're 50. But before you're 50, like no one wants to talk about that stuff.
0: True, true. I had mine at 49 though. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It uh but I, I did notice that at 49. I was like, oh, I I can't do I can't go hang out on Tuesday night that was for my pendo, which you like to make so much fun of. And one of the guys there was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no worry. Yeah, I wouldn't come that night either. Yeah.
1: You know, but it, Well, that's only because he was over 50, obviously. Uh,
0: yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: If you're yes. telling that to a 30-year-old, they're like, "What? Are you, what's your problem? Suck it up,
0: dude. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, yeah. so we And we have a group of guys in that group that's also turning 50. But 50 has come. And for 50, I kind of, I guess I'll claim it as a birthday gift. I got a new car. Uh Turns out uh, the same car as you, maybe. You have a CRV hybrid. Is that correct? Yeah,
1: I have it. 2023. So mine's newer. Mine's older than yours, obviously, but same car, right?
0: No, I got used. So I got a 23 with uh, 7,000 miles on it. So might as well have been new. All
1: right. So you got the same car I got. I got more miles on it. But yeah.
0: Do you have the Sport or the Sport Touring?
1: I have the uh, the low sport touring. I got the low. The, I got the best of the best.
0: Okay, so you got some extra bells and whistles, which I didn't get. Like opening the trunk by just waving your foot underneath it. Yeah, I got that, but
1: that's a pain in the ass because you forget you have it, and then you like step too close, and then the thing hits hit you in your fucking head.
0: Oh, okay, good to hear. I, I, I won't. <laughs> I, I'm now. I'm now. I'm not sad that I don't have it, but it's got it's got some other features that I do have and. So maybe you'll understand this. I grew up driving stick. You know, that was the first car. I drew. And when you drive stick, you have to drive. You're shifting gears and whatever. Yeah. And this car has just enough bells and whistles that occasionally you have to, like, play with things. So it's got, like, the B mode. I've been using that when driving in, the, in, in town. The car slows down more when you come off the gas. But then you can't use cruise control. So then when I get on the highway, I got to shift into drive and put on my cruise control. It's like I'm driving again. I kind of like it. It's not a lot, but it's a few little things you got to do. Yeah, I was gonna, but yeah, you don't have to do that. You could just drive. You could. <laughs> you I'm just choos- drive. <laughs> I'm choosing to, and I'm enjoying it. I'm like, look at me. I'm driving again.
1: But doesn't that defeat the purpose of having an automatic
0: transmission?
1: It. If yes, and it's
0: not like stick where you're pressing the clutch. Oh well, yeah,
1: I know I I know that. But yeah, I mean still
0: I i think it's
1: a the great thing about cars today is they're really getting close as close to uh set it and forget it. And what I mean by that is I'm sure your car has this as well. Like if you leave the lane, it's going to turn back into the lane for you as long as your hands are slightly touching the steering wheel.
0: Yeah oh no and that's the but- I have you have to get into all those modes, right? Because when I'm in, when I'm when I'm driving around town, I'm driving with that B thing on, which which you know when you come off the gas applies the brakes before you, and then like I said, you get you go on the highway, you get to shift a bunch of stuff. You put it into drive, you put your um, you put it on you put it on the cruise control, which not only manages your speed, but if the car in front of you is only going sixty four, slows you down to sixty four or fifty four, whatever it is. And the lane assist, and you have to turn that on. I love it. I am like doing all these things, and then, then you're right though. Like, I'm I, part of me wants to be like, will it work if I just cross my hands and take my foot off the gas? Then close it, my won't. it won't.
1: It won't. It won't. Okay. It won't. It 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 it. You need to be touching the steering wheel, so it's kind of like it doesn't want you to fall asleep on it. But that cruise control, so it's called adaptive cruise control. For those of you out there who don't have it or or maybe have it don't realize it, but it senses the car in front of you. So instead of like the old cruise control where you would just fly right to the guy's <laughs> rear end, right? It's either, it's either 75 or put the brakes on and lose cruise control. This, if you set it for 75 and the car in front of you is going 65, when you come up on it and you, and you can set the distance too. So let's say you set the distance for two car lengths, whatever it may be. When you get two car lengths away, your car slows down and then follows that car two car lengths away for, for infinity Um, or until you you know switch lanes Um, so that's a really good feature but I'll tell you something Obi it's one of those things I think well we'll find out in a couple months it's really cool when you first get it but then after a while you're like screw this it's just easier to drive
0: oh from the guy who just said he doesn't want to have to drive isn't that the joy of
1: yeah, but here's the problem. It doesn't the car doesn't drive the way I do. It drives too safe. Like so that adaptive cruise control slows down too far behind the car in front, and then what happens is it leaves spots in front of you for a car to get in front of you, and then it slows you down even further cuz now your your space has been taken up, right? So it's almost as if you're going backwards instead of going forward. You know, we're talking about driving in Jersey here, right? It's it's be or be not, right? Like you're either going to get killed or not, right? So this whole idea, you got to be on the person's bumper. You can't let cars in front. Like, I, I'm telling you, you just can't drive with it in New Jersey.
0: I, I don't see how it goes. But uh, I do I do know what you're talking about. Uh, at first, I had, like, four car lengths, and that, and that was crazy. Like, I was like, oh, I'll be super safe.
1: <laughs> well, because you, you didn't realize how far you were until you realized four car lengths is really, like, 80 feet.
0: Yeah, it's not four car lengths, because that's what you're supposed to drive at. And, like, you know, when you take the test. And they say like four seconds. But that was like It felt like fifteen seconds. Like it's like huge. Like you when know, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, am, is the cruise control even working? What is you know what's going on over there? Yeah. Well, because you feel like you're going backwards. Yeah, yeah. And then other cars come in front, and it beeps too when the car comes. Boop. So I turn yeah, that yeah, off. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, I saw the car come in front of me. You don't know, have to beep as as I move backwards. But yes. But there is a downside to my car, which I don't know if you're experiencing it so it's got the start button which is cool so the yeah. keys, they keep going my pocket in my jacket and they just they don't come out of the pop jacket pocket which is nice you don't lose them but the other night it was at night it was a parking garage and usually in a parking garage like i'm some tough guy i take you know my i have my keys and i take my key and i i put them in my hand and if there's anyone around who i'm not sure about i just put that key through the knuckle like i'm gonna be successful when i punch this person with the key like i like that's really gonna work but i'm prepared to, to someday try it but now i i don't have to do that and it's kind of like oh they're in my pocket and now i'm like unzipped oh, in my pocket this is great the amount of work to for something that i've never used in my entire life but feel this a little safer doing having a, a key through my knuckle in a in a Parking lot
1: or what kind of neighborhood do you live in that you have to have the key through your knuckle?
0: (laughs) I mean, do that in a parking garage.
1: I'm a man. Why would I do
0: that? I'm a man. No one's going to mess with me. Okay. Well, I'm a man too. And if someone messes with me, they're going to get a key in the eye with a fist following it. So I have a question for you. What do you
1: do play with swords for if you're going to use a key in your knuckle? Why should I use swords?
0: If I had Tricking a sword, a sword with... on my back, I would draw that shit out yeah. and walk Yeah, shouldn't around. you bring your swords with you if you're so worried about your parking garages? I should, but they they, they frown on that shit. You're not allowed to open carry swords. Oh, we, and doesn't your car just unlock when you walk up to it now? Yes, which is why right. the keys are in my pocket.
1: So just walk quickly, open the door and lock it, and drive out. I mean, I don't know if you need to have a key in your knuckles. I uh, you. Wow.
0: Yeah, I might have to buy. A- See, you're thinking that way. I'm thinking I should buy a pair of brass knuckles.
1: Maybe maybe you're just going to mellow out when you turn 50 and realize that no one wants to mess with you, dude. Well, like, what, like, Maybe
0: I want to punch somebody. <laughs> have I ever I hurt never,
1: to you? Like, seriously, like, why is someone going to bother you in a parking garage? Seriously, what are they going to get from you? From me? Yeah, like, uh, why would they bother you? Like, you why get- do you need a knuckle key
0: well, they're not going to get cash because I don't carry cash. But they get a credit card that they can run down and use really quick before I, you know, Bro, my phone also. I, I'm looking at how you're dressed right
1: now. No one thinks you have a credit card on you. No one thinks you've got cash. So strike that. So no one's going to rob you. They're going to rape you. Like, seriously, what's no, going to happen? No, no, no one wants they're this gonna, at all. And, at all. Nobody you, wants this. And you got a Honda CRV hybrid. No one's hijacking that shit. It's a hot car. You got the same thing. Yeah. And no one's hijacked it. No one's doing that. Trust me. That's not like on the list of the most stolen cars.
0: The Honda Accord was the most stolen car year in and year out for decades. You
1: you don't have an Accord, (laughs) dude. I
0: understand Honda,
1: same same brand. But the car matters. You're driving a CRV. No one wants it. no one wants you. no one thinks you have any money. You do not need to be worried Now if you're one of those working girls from Vegas, you should be worried. Well, I'm worried about her. I
0: hope she figures out a solution.
1: okay you I gotta, gotta have the you gotta have the knuckle key <laughs> and some mace hey you gotta be worried if you're a young lady, but come on you're fifty. You got nothing to worry about, Obi.
0: Almost fifty. We'll have a birthday episode. I'm almost
1: fifty. Well, you well. So let me tell you something. You might look fifty already, and not even realize it. So. Oh, I'm sure I look fifty when already. I, when I was in Vegas, I just uh, I, uh, I i i did well at the tables. So I was feeling pretty good about myself. Still had some time before I I uh, met my wife for dinner, and so I went and grabbed myself a beer. And I was walking around the casino, people watching, trying to figure out who was a working girl, who wasn't a working girl. And I walk by some shops. And the next thing I know, some guy says to me, Hey, you're drinking a beer. And of course I'm drinking a beer. So I'm like, and I was happy because I just won. So I'm like, Yep, I'm drinking a beer. Just come on over here. And uh against against what I normally my, like, my guard was down. Like if I'm in New York City or a parking garage, I'm not talking to anybody, right? But I'm in you Vegas.
0: Bet you got your key in your knuckle.
1: No key in my knuckle because I, uh, I'm, I'm I'm feeling pretty safe. Next thing I know, this guy's giving me a free sample of moisturizing cream and saying, hey, I got something for your eyes. Why don't you come over here? And next thing I know, I'm sitting down in a chair. And then he hands me off to some guy, Gee who comes over and starts lecturing me on my face. And do I moisturize? And do I do any maintenance? And I told him I don't. He asked me why I don't. And I said, because I'm a real man. Think he got offended by that?
0: (laughs) Think he did. So then I then
1: I, I think he wanted to argue with me to tell me he was as well. But I wasn't trying to say I was a real man and he wasn't. All I was trying to say was real men don't put stuff on their face. Next thing I know, he's like, Well, just put this on your eye. Let me show you something. And he put some cream underneath my eye and then he put a mirror in my face. And Obi. I don't know what was in that cream, but holy crap, did that other eye look terrible? <laughs> I like I was like, I didn't know my eyes looked so bad until the one eye looked good.
0: <laughs>
1: so did he get you to
0: buy the cream and become a Well, new type of so
1: creature? then he's like so well, then he says, You look 10 years younger. And I'm like, holy shit, I maybe I didn't know I looked that I didn't know you'd look 10 years older. So then he tells me there's a special 250, 250 bucks. If I buy it by four and it was 355 <laughs> so so I, I look damn good, though. I'll tell you that. But I'm not spending $250 on some cream when it regularly is $500, bucks, Obi, And the guy tells me, oh, you you look good with this. Even if it was $500, it's worth it. You should do it. So uh, I ended up saying, I got to talk to my wife about this. I don't know anything. Um so he says, okay, but you got to be back by four. So I walked out I'm, I'm like, I'm not going back. So he let me walk out with one eye looking good and one eye looking bad, believe it or not. So I, I get out and uh, I go and uh, time to meet my wife for dinner. She walks up to me and I immediately say to her, I say, Hey, do you know something different about me? And she looks at me and she goes, Oh my God, you went to the eye place. <laughs> and I, so I immediately go, and as I'm about to say, you did too? She goes, I did too. She goes, how much were they going to sell it to you for? And at that moment, I'm like, oh, my God, she bought this shit for $250. <laughs> and she says, and she says uh, I said $250. She goes, oh, I got them down to 99 But she didn't buy it. And they evened her eyes out. They didn't let her go out with one eye looking older than the other one. So, anyway, that's what happens when you get old. You get people who want to put eye cream on you.
0: Yeah, because young people don't need it. So, So, Obi,
1: the last part of this story, though, and I'll admit it, I had to take my daughter to Ulta earlier this week. She needed some product. She was out, and uh, I had done some research and found that you could get eye cream much cheaper than $250, and you are looking at the brand new owner of some eye cream.
0: All right. Hello, Ulta eye cream.
1: So, I am now on a maintenance program, so I can look 10 years younger.
0: I'm um, congratulations. I'm sure the guys at work know this all the time through the Zoom screen.
1: Especially when I have glasses, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm doing it for myself. Damn it!
0: Yeah, yeah, for yourself. For yourself, I, 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 I'll, I'll have to get the eye cream soon as well. So, once you turn fifty, let me ask you. Here, I, I remember I got one. I got a situation that arose the other day. Yesterday, a good buddy of mine calls up to tell me about some expensive shit he bought for his collection. Hey, listen to what I got. Don't tell my wife. And I was very excited cuz I collect the same same sort of stuff. It's whiskey. And uh, he starts telling me about what he got, what he got. Some really good, well-known brands, a lot of the money. Good for him. The problem is, my buddy called me up to tell me this, and I said, hey boss and started talking about work at nine o'clock at night because i had some things i had to ask him about that i didn't get to ask him about at Oh, night.
1: right your buddy is your boss and your boss is your buddy we've talked about this before. yes we have
0: i was like and then i was like oh i can't believe i did that he called me up to, to bullshit about some cool shit uh it's like 8 30 9 o'clock at night now
1: i got him going
0: so now he's going now we ended up talking for like an hour and a half about work when he called me and told me about these awesome bottles he bought like Part of me was angry at myself. Part of me was angry at him. And the other part of me was like, I guess this is what happens when your boss is your buddy. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I think your boss overstepped some boundaries. Even if he's your buddy, he shouldn't be calling you at 830 at night because there is a blurred line there. And that's exactly what happened. You blurred the line because you started asking work questions and it's his fault. He shouldn't have called you at 830. What he should have done is just sent you a text. Because I think if it was a text, you probably would not have responded to the text with a work question.
0: You're probably right that had he sent me a text, a picture of the bottles, which he did after the conversation, it wouldn't have turned to work. But if you think it's his fault, I, I, I'm not going to blame him. I'm just going to say, eh. OK, because I was the one to brought up work. I'm not going to. Uh...
1: But he called you. He called you. It's his fault.
0: He called me, but I don't want him not calling me about cool shit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give him He should
1: text you. He should text you. See, listen, if he texts you about the cool shit and you call him, then it's on you. You called him.
0: Okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind. This stuff is very
1: scientific, Obi.
0: Very scientific. Because you're right. One thing, if you read our text chain, it says nothing about work because we have you know the teams chat. And I I will like. If something comes up right now, or when we're done and I'm editing, uh, my computer for work is right here. I'll hop on and be like, good morning. I know you're not in yet, but when you get this, and then he can start his work day with my thought and and get back to me. You're right about that. I would never use the phone for personal, uh, for work texts.
1: Right. So I think he should have just texted you. So I think it's all on him. And if it really bothers you, you should let him know that. And maybe you should talk to HR to help you with that conversation. To set boundaries.
0: It doesn't bother me. Not going to HR. And the share, like I said, Mike, feel free to call me at any time that you normally would call me before to talk. And I can choose not to answer if I want to make sure the conversation never heads to work. I think
1: what Mike needs to know is he's free. Feel free to call you anytime he wants, but know that you're going to ask work shit.
0: Well, right, he 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 has to take the chance that his employee will show up. Uh, when that call mean, happens. Meanwhile, Mike probably got off the
1: call going, you know, well, actually, he couldn't even tell his wife. Usually the boss would tell the wife, you know, they bitch to the wife, but because he couldn't tell the wife about what he was calling you about, he probably had to keep this to himself, but he probably want to said, hey, honey, do you believe this? I called to tell Obi about this cool shit I got, and that guy had asked
0: me a work question. Can you believe the nerve of him? That's what I'm thinking. That's, see, that's where I would felt bad, because he'd probably be like, damn it. I called Obi to BS about some whiskey, and now...
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's just because he's not he lacks self-awareness. Because he's the boss. He's got to be the better person. He shouldn't have called you. But yes, he absolutely thinks you're the ass in this situation. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Just so you know, I'm telling you he's wrong, but he thinks he's right. He thinks you're wrong.
0: I will accept being wrong and I will I'm okay with being wrong. Uh if you as long as, long as one person says he's right, I'm right, then uh, yeah, it's okay. I'm I'm okay with this whole situation. Somehow you're trying to make me unhappy about it, but you're not. You're making me happy about it. So I'm just I'm just telling you,
1: I'm just telling you, I'm just telling your boss is unaware a is is lack self-awareness. That's all I'm telling you. And he and he was wrong by calling you. I'm not trying to get you upset. I'm just letting you know you might want to look for different work. That's all.
0: (laughs) I might want to look for different work. Yeah. Where (laughs) you don't
1: get calls at 830 at night to tell you about how cool I am with my whiskey. Now, how much were these bottles of? Let's go even deeper into this. How much were these bottles of whiskey?
0: Uh, I'm not going to sell them out in case she listens, but she'll know that they're new bottles and she'll know that they're expensive. But one of them, uh is Pappy Van Winkle. Uh, it was all purple. oh.
1: There's a great Netflix special on the this like robbery of the Pappy Van Winkle distillery the guy who security guard was there was bringing uh, bottles home with him on the weekend and selling them on the black market and for what he was selling them for those that's a that's a pretty pricey bottle there
0: yeah yeah it's, a, it's an expensive bottle and and the other bottles added up quickly but uh that was that was the main uh the main culprit for sure.
1: So, so if we had HR professionals listening to our podcast right now, they'd be saying, you know what? That's completely wrong for a supervisor to call up their subordinate and brag about how rich they are with how they spend their money.
0: I don't know about that. So since we're talking about liquor and, so, and, and bosses showing off how rich they are during COVID, during COVID, we, we have this thing employee appreciation week every year. And during COVID, Nobody could go in the office. They didn't really know what to do. They couldn't figure it out. So what they did with was they had like you call in and you Zoom, and we called all called in and Zoom to this one executive's house, and he showed us his wine cellar. And if let me tell you, that's what it felt like. It felt like going if you work really, really hard, you too can have this.
1: Yeah, you got to be very mindful of that if you're the boss. You really do. People don't want to see your shit. (laughs) They really don't. Unless they ask. Unless they ask. They say, hey, do you have a wine collection? I'd love to see it. Then it's fair game. But to show it, get yourself in trouble.
0: And like you said, and this is where lines are blurred. He and I talk about our bourbon and whiskey collections all the time. He he lives uh, in Ohio right near the Kentucky border. Even before he was my boss, he has uh, brought many bottles to my house to help build my collection, things that are harder to get, uh, that are reasonably priced for a friend to give another friend. Um, so, yeah, this is not a subject that would be offhand. And to call, call me up and tell me I finally pulled the trigger on a, on a bottle of Pappy certainly would be within the realm of normal conversation for us. Yeah, should have, he should have texted
1: you the picture of happy? just left it at that. And then you would have been like wanting more. And then you would have called him and then... Then the same shit would have happened. And it would have been your fault, though, because you called.
0: Yes. The other thing is, uh, and maybe he was maybe he did this because he was smart. He called me on his way home. And then, of course, so the call had a natural end time that could not be broken. Because he's like, all right, I'm home. I got to go take care of the kids now because the wife's, the wife's out. So, like... Maybe he's not his underwear. Maybe he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna call. We only talk about the whiskey. Great. If it veers to work, I, it's going to be so, over
1: soon." So, th- so I'm glad you talked th- about that because this brings up another thing. There are a lot of people who like to make phone calls while they're driving because they're bored. Do you do you ever feel used? I'm not. You, we can talk about this situation or just situations in general. Do you ever feel used when someone calls you while they're driving home, and the call ends when they get home?
0: No. I could see how that could, in fact, be uh, something that someone would bother someone. But as somebody who can never remember to call anybody ever, uh, can't even remember you exist half the time if I'm not literally talking to you right at the moment. If you take the time to call me uh, and I like you, I appreciate that you like, I know who I'll call on board right now. I'll call Obi. Obi's made it through the cycle of people I have to call. I'm in the list. I'm excited. I'm cool with it. But I can see how some other people be like, don't just call me to waste time. Call me because you want to talk to me. I get the other side, but for me, it's like, oh, I'm the one you're talking to. Cool.
1: So you're just happy that they call you because your phone doesn't ring that often. Yeah. Uh so you so you don't get upset about it. Not so I'll any tell any. you something funny. Not that I'm getting not that I get upset about this situation. I just think it's interesting. People do call you while they're driving and then and then they're like, Oh, I'm here, I gotta go. Like like, yeah, well yeah. bro, bro, we just started talking. <laughs> I didn't even get to tell you anything about me. I heard about you, and now the call's over. But but uh my daughter has a really cool move where she calls when she's walking to or from class. <laughs> and those calls end when she gets to class or gets to the dining hall or gets to her dorm.
0: That's wise. That's smart. That's smart.
1: Yeah. But, but the odd thing about those calls is, you know, she's walking to class and she sees people. So while you're talking to her, she's constantly going, hey, how you do? And then she like has other conversations as she's walking. And you're like, are you talking to us? Who are you talking to? So it's so it's a different it's obviously a different dynamic than when someone's driving in a car, because when they're driving in the car, they're not interacting with other people. But you can tell she's going into a building because she thanks people for holding the door for her, <laughs> you know, th- things like that.
0: And I, I think that that's much – that's interesting because that my son does not do. My son uh, – I mean, he'll call me when he's walking, but if he's calling me when he's walking, he's walking home, and the conversation will continue when he's home. Like, he'll be like, oh, I just picked up groceries, or we just went out to grab a – so, yeah, he calls me when he's walking, and you got that part. But he doesn't call, get to the destination when he's walking and, and, and the call. It's just he starts to call earlier uh, if he's call- – but, yeah – but I think that second part, that part of, hey, but, but, I'm on the phone, but just saying hi is just, yeah. that's their age. That's just, that's what they've been doing their whole life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like they're
0: yeah. just like, hey, how are you? It's
1: funny to me. It's funny to me.
0: That is funny. And, that is funny.
1: And then the last thing I have to tell you that I also think is funny as a parent is uh, my daughter has navigated her life until today, till today, uh, without having to do laundry. So, you know, when she lived at home, never had to do laundry. It was done for her. She, uh, and I can't blame her for this. Cause I pulled the same crap. My parents just didn't let me get away with it. Like me and my wife let her get away with it. Pulled the old, I don't know how to do it. So we've always done her laundry for her cause she doesn't know how to do it. Then she goes off to college as we all know. And she made it through the first semester without ever having to do her laundry because she came home frequently, brought her laundry with her, didn't know how to do it. So her parents did her laundry with for her before she went back to school, never had an issue. Just the way things have worked out with the Vegas trip and being back and she's actually enjoying it and stuff. She hasn't come home really since she's been at school. So now she's at the point where she's got no clean clothes. And uh, so she has to do laundry and how I know she's doing laundry for two, two reasons. One, I had to drop detergent and dryer sheets off to her earlier the week, this week when I was uh, at work. But today I was getting random pictures from her going, Can these go in the washer together?
0: (laughs) Uh, Now, did she send that to you or is that a family group text or mom and dad group text?
1: So the crazy thing is, is she was sending it to me and me only. I don't know why she wasn't sending it to her mother. Um, And I know some people may think this is just a sexist thing for me to say, but it's her mother who usually does her laundry for her when she's not doing it, Right. Her, it's her mother who says, I don't know how to do laundry because I just take everything and throw every I do. I'm a one load guy. I throw everything from the hamper, dump it in the washer colors. It doesn't really matter. I don't I just throw it in there and it's worked for me so far, you know. Um. So to ask me if you could put these two things together, like, do you know who you're talking to? I put everything together at the same time. But yeah, I got a big kick out of it. And, uh, you know, one of them was a, a white shirt with a screen print on it. That had some colors on the screen print, and she was like, "Can this go with the whites?" Uh,
0: you're like, I was yeah. like yeah, well,
1: I said, "I said, what you need to learn is, it's not the color of the logo that matters; it's the <laughs> color of the fabric." Yes,
0: yes. Well, she'll learn that or not.
1: So, I think today was a big growing experience for her. And then she says to me, <laughs> "She's like, I, I, I already screwed up." I'm like, "How did you screw up doing laundry?" She's like, "Well, the Tide Pod." isn't broken. It, it went into a crevice on the side of the washing machine. I can see it right now and it's not broken and my clothes aren't getting washed. I'm like, well, what do you mean you can see? You got like a front loader? Yeah, it's a front loader. I'm like, well, is the water coming up to it? It'll dissolve it. And she's like, no, the water's not coming up to it. So, uh, and then at the end of the cycle, the Tide Pod actually broke from the, the spinning, but there was no water. So, <laughs> so God, my clothes. But she already she already knew she had to do the the load a like, second time anyway. Right. But so I'm like, well, I'm like, where did you put the tide pod for it to fall there? Like, so you got to learn. You got to put the tide pod in first if it's a front loader, right?
0: Yeah, I guess I guess I I wouldn't know. I've never uh, done the front loader.
1: I have a top loader, so it doesn't matter. I mean, you could throw yeah. it in last; it doesn't matter. But if it's a side loader, you throw it in last. Next thing you know, it goes into a crevice. Apparently
0: so, now I. I would like to thank you, Sam, for teaching me something, uh, in case I ever end up with a front loader, which is never going to happen. I've learned some valuable information.
1: Yeah, always put the Tide Pod in first. Sam yeah. learned the hard way today. But
0: isn't this how we learn things in life? Yeah, absolutely. She's never going to forget. There are, are going to be people who are going to go through school the whole time never ha- because until that happens, like someone might tell you you put it in first. They're like, eh, don't really man. I don't know why. And Sam be like, I know why.
1: Exactly. I spent
0: another, another two dollars. Well, probably not. Right? That's that's right in the housing costs now.
1: Well, so yeah, exactly. That's the other thing, right? And I don't know if we talked about this before, but laundry doesn't cost money anymore. Right. Right. I so, used to have to get. I used to have to get quarters well, and was, do that. Cause oh, that was another reason why I didn't want to do laundry because I didn't have money to pay for it. But I didn't now do, there's no
0: excuse. I didn't do laundry in college until so I moved into the house because of that. Because I would. Just, like, to say I never did to lie, but then other times I was, like, the guy who came down and the laundry was taken out, soaking wet in a pile. Like, I deserved it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even, I wouldn't even be angry. I would just be glad that it wasn't stolen. You know? I'd be like, oh, thank God they didn't steal it. They just took it out out of anger. Like, I could appreciate that.
1: So, so that's what Sam also said. Well, I'm, I'm afraid of doing laundry because I heard people take your stuff out. I'm like, they only take your stuff out if you leave it sitting there. I'm like, if you know it takes an hour, go back in an hour. No one's going to take your stuff out.
0: Right. Yeah. See, and I wasn't good at that.
1: So, And the yeah. other reason people aren't going to take your stuff out right away is you'll know who took your stuff out. Because when you go there, there's a load of wash going. So if you really wanted to get back at them, you could.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. But- You listen, I was 15 minutes, hold your horses. Yeah, Yeah.
1: you got to be careful because, you know, if you take the person's clothes out of the dryer and put them on top of the dryer and then put your stuff in the dryer too soon, they're going to come back and your dryer is going. They may want to just throw, I don't know, a pack of gum or something in there, right? You know, next thing you come back and your clothes are all stuck together, right? So you got to be careful with uh, taking other people's stuff. Now, you were at the fraternity house when you were doing it, so it wouldn't have mattered. (laughs)
0: Well, <laughs> be careful out there also remember i i couldn't forget the laundry i hear the damn thing buzz i had i lived right there
1: i know yeah. that's why it's your fault and that's why people probably weren't patient with you
0: i i had no problems like i said i the only time i didn't forget i was there like i'd be like i'll stay in my room and i and if i left and i'd be like oh the laundry machine's on that is why i'm down in the route
1: my room. biggest problem with doing laundry down there wasn't necessarily um the actual doing it. It was always not wanting to do the first load of laundry after we had a party.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Cause, cause during a party who knows what was going into those machines.
0: So true. So true.
1: You know, you yeah. don't want your, you don't want your clothes washed with beer, stale beer. You know, yeah. you need to you need the washing machine to do a rinse cycle first. Get the yes. beer out.
0: Yes. Yes. Now my son he uh, he's overseas he has to do his own laundry no one's going to visit him there to do his laundry he doesn't have a dryer or the dryer doesn't work i can't figure out what's going on (laughs) so but he's like yeah i have to like i have like i do the laundry i leave my pants out for a week hanging and then i switch which pants are each week and that's how i dry them sometimes i use the hair dryer i'm like what is going on good Adult, wait, is but, it, wait his, uh, his pants take a week to dry? I don't know. I don't get it. I think I think he's like me. He hangs them out to dry. and Unless it rains, he doesn't dig them in until the week is up. Until right. he needs them. But he's got a week worth of pants. That-
1: or he hangs them out to dry and forgets it might rain tonight. Yeah. Then it rains. And then when he goes to get them in the morning, they're wet again. He thinks it takes forever to dry because he didn't realize it rained.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't fully understand what's happening, but yeah. So no, he's got no dryer, so it sucks to be him.
1: But yeah, I think it's worse to to uh to not have a washer. But you know, you can no, work around. The dryer.
0: It, you can work, yes, and he's and he's doing that. But that's his new. Uh, that's one of his conundrums of going. The other thing is, you know. So I've been. T- I don't know if you know. He doesn't. He goes to school on Tuesday, has day off Wednesday, goes to school Thursday, and then leaves Greece and goes to another country on Thursday and comes back. The following Monday.
1: That also might be why his pants stood out for a week because he does laundry on
0: Thursday. That's what I think he really means by like, I leave him out for a week. I think that's really what's happening. He'll do his laundry, pack his clean stuff, wash his dirty stuff, dry it and take it out, hang it and then leave. Leave. And then leave. Yeah.
1: Well, you've got some work to do to figure out exactly what's happening there. I don't need to. No. Cause on one level, no. Cause on one level, your your kid is very logical and he's hanging his stuff out and he's traveling the world. On another level, your kid actually thinks it takes a week for his clothes to dry.
0: I, I would want to know. I would want to know which level my kid was at. That's all. I can tell you which level my kid is at. If if they're getting wet from rain, he's fully aware that he forgot to bring them in. Okay. Yeah. I I, I know what ways he's stupid and what ways he's not. He doesn't go, it rained. Huh. Is that what we're Like he gets it. He, he's not idiot. All right. Good to know. I'm confident in that. Yeah, although the problem can be that uh, when you when you put them out and they don't try right and you pack them up, they stink, and the joys we stink. So, I'm Obi. that. Said, catch us next week on Drinking from the Garden.